So I brought it to the borough for the roti. Hey, you see them hot babies, they the homies. You say you bad, well, you gon' have to show me. Scrap, whipping round like a carousel. One handed with the parallel. Three boroughs in the same night. Bitch, I know my city very well. I'm super smack, baby, can't you tell? The whiskey and ginger don't ever fail. Shooting my shot like I'm out the shell. Cause all of my partners can make it bail. Rolling, rolling. Slow that down. The slang and she use the accent when she call her my name. I love how she tastes, yeah. We gonna show her the way. Rap how I like it, I'm making the food of my labor today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the feeling, we feel the pillin', yeah. She want to feel me, tangerine, feel me, yeah. She like to squeeze me, kiss and caress me, yeah. She break it down and we break the chiller. We break this, we break this, we got the feeling. Screaming, she advances. I'm taking penitentiary chances just for you to deal. Damn, she, you gon' shoot me, she be making magic. I actually see her in her eyes when she stepped to me. You made up your mind when you mess with me. Remove layers like rhymes when you reppin' me. Fire in the wind, cognizant the condition to make a coconut crack powder. Living from the vivid tone, heat wavelength, high frequency, touching that powder. Tiger bone slips, up a loose lips, so low key, unlocking your mind. You know me, come with me, lend to me, then I know. We were better than the club. Do what I do, then I do not discuss it. Do not discuss it. 
y'all, listen for us You know we got that fuego Pressure will buzz, but that ain't enough You know I'll do what they want You look in the night, you bring the light You know I'll go where you go I'm 27, still sleeping on a bunk bed. It was for dinner. All of my sisters, they huffing me through the winter. I don't wanna see them upset. Enough said. Life ain't hard, it's the people are. My dreams ain't far, they live in the dark. I'm lying with an African queen, saying don't worry about a thing, but I'm scared that's just pillow talk. Well, fuck it, least I'm lying on the bed. Roof over my head, and the truth is I'm blessed. I'm confused. So I don't wanna do this for bread, that's useless. I just wanna keep the fair fam, and I wish this was Zoey. Back when I was hungry for the whole plate <laughs> Now you can see it in my eyes I pretend was just the size I'ma blame that shit on old age Priorities are changing Dreams rearranging Rather be overseas and leave entertainment Find a couple villages that need some education Get rid of all my privileges and teach these kids the basics Maybe I'm complaining Maybe I'm just trying to find a way to maintain it To take the same care from the basement I'm second guessing, need to let that go I wanna crush with my tribe for that daylight soul Treat you like royalty, that's just how I see it 
Papa raise a king, all I bleed is royal So get up on his throne and I forget that I had morals I'm a motherfucking pharaoh that then grew up on the corner You can always judge a man with how much weight is on his shoulders Why I need my lady, yeah, I need my lady To wanna build his legacy with me You remind me of Africa Can't fight this fight alone Every ruler needs a you at home Now do I look like I'd be taking orders I'm breaking borders Play my territory and take shit over That's why I need my lady I need my lady To wanna build this legacy with me You remind me of Africa Cleopatra Lead me into your castle Besides my attention, I need to know that you're down. 
down to fight in the trenches. Oh my, oh my baby, baby. We should make a baby, baby. Go ahead and take me, take me. Everything is changing. You know, we want all your loving. You know, we move to percussion. Holding it down in the dungeon. Giving me hips, giving me back. Whether it's love or seduction, it can be up for discussion. To perfection, I'd like to give you my seat. Do I have your blessing? Oh, my, oh, my baby, baby. We should make a baby, baby. Go ahead and take me, take me. Everything is changing. You know, we want all your loving. You know, we move to percussion. Holding it down in the dungeon. Yo, yo, welcome to Box Out FM and a new episode of Fresh Out the Box. We got a big artist over here, a man like Anik Khan from Queens, New York. Um, he's performing tomorrow at Bira Free Flow. Uh, first show in India, right? First show in South Asia, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're really excited to have you here. Uh, for the past 20-odd minutes, you've been listening to his discography from the very first song I think he put out called The Burrow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, up until some recent hits from his EP. Uh, I think the first question, which is an essential part of your story also, is uh, your parents' story of migrating from Dhaka, if I'm correct, um, to America. So could you just talk a bit about how that played out um, and what the move was like for you as well experiencing yeah um, you know they my parents are basically like villagers they come from the village they moved to Taka like for uh, school for and um, after that you know made something of themselves um, got got themselves a house with a driver triple deck house all that stuff and then they left all of that to come to America and live in lower income housing in Astoria, in Queens. And, uh, you know, basically had to give up everything. And so to me, it's, it's the, you know, the definition of unconditional love. And so that's why there's such a heavy part of everything that I do. And uh, could you tell us a bit about your early influences as well? Like Queens is obviously and the boroughs are particularly uh, important for the uh, diverse music that you get exposed to. So going through school, everything, what, what was the first kind of music you gravitated towards and what were the communities and the scenes that you were getting into? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went to a Bengali <laughs> grocery store <laughs> and out of all the cassette tapes, there was this one DMX is dark and hell is hot cassette. And it was selling in a Bengali store. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I got there. 
And like all the cassette tapes were like selling for like two, three bucks, but the DMX one, they were like selling for like 50 cents because they didn't know the value of it. So I just bought it, bought a Walkman, and started listening to it, and I completely fell in love with hip hop. And then from there, you know, I started exploring, like deep diving into hip hop. And then once I started getting older and going to like my, you know, my friends' places and stuff, we'd go to parties and we'd go to West Indian parties. West African parties, you know, and just get all this culture engulfed in us. Brazilian parties. So I think the dancehall influence and everything came from that. through high school and a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, well, dancehall culture is just huge in New York. Yeah. It's it's instilled in you since you know from the beginning. I actually knew about dancehall before I knew about hip hop. So, um, so way, the way the show kind of works is the format is that we talk a bit and then we play some of your music. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna put it up. Habibi, which was I think the track that kind of introduced everybody to your music over here. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's do it. Kirkin will pull up in turbans on purpose, a baby. Fuck with us, we get the tag. Mix up the oil and drop the fillet. Light up the shisha, then let it decay. You know what we all will do this for days. I'll chop it three different ways. Fall off of the beat with the bags. Don't bring the sheep to my cage. You will not leave with the prey. I say that the sad man. I just had to play the fool to eat today. Got to rest my head and catch some sleep today. Man, I shush it down all the way down like it's martial law. Pull up, get the flex, and count my blessings like mashallah, mashallah. Posted in the parking lot, looking for her, baby. Bitch, I'm the plug, I'm the plug. They call me her, baby. And what they need, what they want, they can count on her, baby. Let's put you on Ah, baby, ah, baby Uh, they be like Ah, baby, I know that you see me Had to tell when foreign go, bitch I'm too real for TV Look how we party, sipping on tea leaves Look at them yardies, rolling that seaweed Want no action, you know Leave it, that ever about the drama We gon' hit him with the three P Blah, blah, blah Like blah, blah, blah This how we bleed, it's refugees Ooh, nah, nah, nah Look at the glow, look at the glow I'm putting them on it, they shit on my own Did it all on my own, can't take me out of 
out of my zone, cause on me, I just told my mother, rest the feet today. Came on with that chicken with no beef today. Man, I shit shit down all the way down like it's martial law. Pull up, get the flex and count my blessings. Like martial law, martial law. Posted in the parking lot, looking for her baby. Bitch, I'm the plug, I'm the plug. So that was Habibi, probably your first big sing- single that came out, or was Cle- Cleopatra first? Um, my first biggest single was probably Too Late Now. Too Late Now. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Moving on from how you said that uh, the immigrant community and the experience is such a big part of your life um, and your music as well. How has it been? How have you been received as a brown person in? the hip hop community in new york and in america in general um reason i asked this also is hasan minaj who's also blowing up right now in the states um he mentioned this in an interview with hot 97 about how S- south asian americans and asian americans especially take hip hop which is an african american experience and culture and it allows them to tell their immigrant story but then there still exists this gap this race- racism towards black people in general so i'm wondering how that experience kind of plays out uh and how you've seen it play out as well yeah so so it's interesting because i mean hasan's experience was different of where where he grew up compared to where where i did uh shout out to hasan um for me i've never really dealt with any like why are you doing this like even from your parents so no from my parents like, yeah in the yeah. beginning but your question was about you know like how has how the have black they community received, you, received yeah. it and, and like it's just regular you know um there hasn't been like oh you're like a brown, brown. rapper why are you doing this it's just like is the song fire <laughs> yeah. cool you know like and i think that's because of how i grew up and where i grew up is you know in new york this this shit is normal you know like black and brown people have to interact with each other they have to you can't you fit in all these people in one space and yeah. you know you got to ride the trains you got to figure it out yeah. so um you know it wasn't like it wasn't like a surprise for them to be like oh okay i see that you rap or whatever i think that also plays that hemes also yeah. kind of uh made in roads early on brooklyn shanti has uh made roads early on and yeah, yeah, yeah. that image was kind of used to Yeah, and only brown people know like if brown rap, like how good or bad brown <laughs> rappers were before the shit. You know how yeah. the you know like the that the cliche thing we all say like well, you know like um brown, you know, there hasn't been many really good brown rappers so you know, don't judge it's me off of that or whatever. <laughs> and it's like who are you saying? Yeah. Like who like who do you think knows that? You yeah. think these people know what the fuck you're talking like you know what I'm saying? They it's don't. Also I I don't know if you've seen the documentary Bad Rap which was about dumbfounded yeah. and all those guys. Yeah, they're my they're all, all those guys are my yeah. friends. Um there's a point where they go to like the complex editor and to Ebro and they're like so have you heard of these guys and ask them to judge the music there. And what I kind of got from that was as much as uh as much as people want that representation to come through especially in these institutions within hip hop they don't get access to it they like they're not looking for it 
actively. Um, yeah, but I, I, you know, I, I don't think anyone's actively looking for stuff on, in America right now with the music industry. You got to kind of show them that you already got it going. And then they come finding you. Like, oh, you know, they'll watch you from a distance, especially the industry. Yeah. They'll be like, okay, we see you. We'll come talk to you when you've put some work in. So another important point, and this kind of revolves, uh, comes back to the Bengali corner shop where you got the DMX tape as well, is um, I think you did a merch drop with different bodegas, some of your favorite bodegas. Um, and it's kind of formed a part of your identity as well, how much importance you play on it. Um, could you describe how important bodegas are as a cultural hotspot and like to the community at large, what it meant to you to grow up around these uh, institutions <laughs> essentially? Yeah, I mean, uh, it wasn't it wasn't actually but uh, just bodegas. It was uh, three restaurants basically that yeah. I collaborated for my merch. And basically, you know, I'm super involved in the community. And so I wanted to, you know, when I was like, yo, when I want to make some merch, like, what like what would I wear? And I was like, I I love food, <laughs> so I you know I, I collaborated with three businesses that kind of make the flavor to my music. Yeah. So North African, uh, West Indian, South Asian, you know, slash South Asian, and the hood Chinese spot in Queens. And so I put their menus in the front and there's and my name on the sleeves, and it was just a collaboration to show like you know this is this is for the community. This is what we you know this is how I'm made up or how, you know what I'm made up of and and this is me giving back to them but also me showing y'all you know the auth authenticity of it all and yeah um so also could you take us uh through uh the kind of process like when you started writing and your kites was your first ep yeah. uh that came out um you've done collaborations with sango um some i think some of the selection guys as well yeah um so could you talk about how that process went into it and like what your come up was like in the industry and in the hip hop community in New York? Um, what's the best? I, I, my come up has just been every day, <laughs> working really hard for a really long time. And then, uh, um, you know, I put out a record called Obsession that uh, ended up on Pigeons and Planes, which was, who were like really early supporters yeah. of mine. And at the time, you know, anything that went on Pigeons, people were paying attention to and listening to. And uh, a bunch of other producers heard me through Pigeons, uh, that article. And then Jerome Vandal heard me. Yeah. That's how I made the record Too Late Now. That kind of, you know, got super popular, super fast. It was like, number four on the viral charts in Europe or something and like number six and five in America or something like yeah. that. It was like, it, it did super well. And then after that, um, I, I dropped kites and met, met a couple other people um, like Sango, yeah. like, like Berna and we just started making records together. Cool. So, uh, so we're just going to switch to another track, Badmon 1209. That was, I think, again, an early... Whoa, <laughs> that is a throwback. That's like... Yeah, so we'll, we'll first, switch to that. First, the origins. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's hurry up and get this rap shit done, dog. I got a FaceTime thing to get to. 
Bad man. Oh, three, two, one, I'm ready. Was about to keep it slow and steady. But Meech told me, homie, go in. Cause I don't really hear no singing. What you talking about? The shit that I done grew up with. Not this new bubblegum chewed up shit. Well, you ain't got to tell me twice. Now it's about to get eight, like two plus six. What I got for these rappers. I don't really vibe with these rappers. Sitting too high for these rappers. If it ain't about the business, then you probably lost my interest. Cause I never really paid no mind to these rappers. All I got is my family and my coach. That's a Queensboro Bengal soldier. And these women on deck, like, so what? Cause I play my cards, but don't fold them. Baby, hold up. Hold up, she wanna sing my tune and get closer. Bad man, but tell her bend over. So make her put it down like me. Oh, nah, yeah, yeah. What's up, what's up? It's for the dummies that question the God. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Laughing cause I think I'm better than y'all. Believe that. He rats, never hungry for the feedback. Don't need that. Little pretty mama seat up. From Mariqua, just moved to Mariqua with the visa. I've been in the Bronx like half the summer. Up and down the dick and doing salsa numbers. Got caught up for a second, left the force of one. Now I'm back up on my shit like I want the toilet. You know what time it is, I DKY, that's time and shit Whenever you around, send a glamour shit Say confidence and I confidence Hold it back, just keep rolling up that potent I got more to say, whole time I was loafing Trying to fornicate, you know this Amanda hit the phone, I said ignore it, babe I'm just a sorry, babe You know you know I'm with whatever You know you know you know I'm with whatever You seem pitiful Girl, I need you to stunt like you need nobody else Need you to strut like you need nobody else Need you to fuck like you need nobody else Need you to love like you need nobody Need nobody else Need nobody else Like you need nobody else 
So that was one of uh, Onyx's early, early singles. <laughs> Second song I ever put out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Damn. So I also uh, wanted to speak to you about... Can we curse on this show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so cool. Right. There's no government regulation here, yes. thankfully, yet. Appreciate so, like I was mentioning you to uh, to you before that, um, kind of Brampton in Canada, they've kind of become synonymous with brown representation, especially because of the rise of uh, YouTubers like Superwoman and Just Rain, and then rappers like Humble the Poet, uh, Noise, Willow, who all kind of come from this same area. Um, and in the worldwide, probably the only pop star, international pop star we've had from the brown community or from South Asia as MIA. Um, and Heems has kind of touched on it, Nav has kind of touched on it. Is there this synergy within, say, New York or even American uh, South Asian artists to uh, kind of rise up all together? And is, that, um, is there a movement taking place as well over there artistically uh, for these guys to come up? Because as we were talking about right now, you're probably the recognizable name that has come out in the last few years. Yeah, uh, I think that it's a really special time right now. I think like there's a lot of people making music, a lot of brown artists making music, uh, a lot of fire stuff, like a lot of dope stuff, and everyone in the community most, you know, know each other. Yeah. You know, from kids like Obi the Nomad, Joy Crooks, uh, there's a new kid that I like a lot named Robin Day. He's like this Bengali kid. They're all coming up. They're all, you know, working. And you're starting to see it more and more. You know, I've I've never seen so many brown artists in general just being like, yeah, I got a show or I'm doing this. Oh, another girl named Ravina. Uh, she's a singer. She's super dope. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a, a how big how thing like there's a, there's this thing that's slowly but surely definitely. St- picking up and you're seeing people like yeah. you know come out to make how, music. how open are like um even across bands and all like mostly artists develop through doing shows locally and in venues that support um different genres of music as well how open are venues in new york generally just um is is there certain trust issues depending on your ethnicity or where you come from that okay <laughs> whether this dude can put up an actual show or not I mean, any venue you go to, you got to be able to sell tickets for you to book yeah, the venue. Yeah, so, that's different from you. <laughs> yeah, like you just, you know, like I can't just go to a venue tomorrow. Yeah. If I want, say I wanted to become a rapper tomorrow. And yeah. I'm like, hey, venue, can I? I, I have 10,000 plays on SoundCloud. But can, yeah, <laughs> can I can I throw a show? Like it, it doesn't really work yeah. like that, you know? Um, so it, it's just about putting the work in and... and uh, then you know being able to and then p- people get people are definitely open depending on like uh the work that you've put in and, and where it's it, where it's going you know like they definitely don't um ignore the buzz if it's there and if it's growing so um moving on i think we have 15 minutes left uh okay. what's it like making music as an immigrant under the trump presidency same as it's always been before Trump, I was making music like this. Yeah. And after Trump, I will be making music <laughs> like this. It's just funny that during Trump, yeah. the things that I'm doing, people are paying attention to. Also, how did you... Uh, I obviously read about uh, your own story and with your parents as well. Once the billboard came up in uh, came up in Times Square. Yeah. Um, 
to be in the city that birthed Trump, in the city that made him, and under his presidency, how did it feel for you, your song also to represent a defiance almost, and have that billboard? Damn, it feels good to be an immigrant. Just as a, f- I felt like it was as a f- direct fuck you to him. And what is the significance of it in a larger scale that you feel it represents? Well, to, in all honesty, I don't give a fuck what Trump thinks, and I was not consciously thinking about him at all. New York City has been a city of immigrants before he was there, and it will be a city of immigrants after he is long and gone. Uh, I did that for the New York that I knew, the New York that I grew up on, and the New York that I'm in. Um, So for me, it was really more about uh, taking pride to be an immigrant of who you are. These issues have been here forever, since the beginning of time. You know, migrating somewhere else, getting acclimated to that, understanding what to do, figuring out what your rights are, you know? And so, it honestly had nothing to, like I forget that he's present sometimes because I'm so like away from, whatever he, like watching the news upsets me. So I just stay away and I forget that he's, he's there and it's the time that th- this is all happening. I mean, I see the perspective of people really appreciating it, appreciating it while it's, you know, because while he's in office and I mean, these it, things. It might happening. not have been your thought, but it's taken on a greater meaning yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, well, and, and for me, I don't think, that that's what I would like to, you know, steer away from because I don't think the greater meaning is be- just because he's there, right? Like yeah. these issues were there before he came in. To me, the greater meaning is just like, you know, you leave somewhere and you come somewhere with nothing and you make something of of yourself, you should be proud of that. You should be happy about that. And you should realize that you're, you know, that takes everything. And that it was for them. It was for immigrants. It was for people to walk through that, you know, walk through Times Square and be like, damn, it does feel good. Feel to be here. It does. I am one, and cool. All right, <laughs> keep keep going on with my day it, it now. Ki- it kind of acts as that uh, upper as well. Sometimes people need while they're walking through the city and they see this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think right now in your career as well, uh, you've signed with Savin as an artist original artist. Is uh, uh, no, for we, this release only. Or yeah, we did this release for this release. Otherwise, yeah. you're independent still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so can you tell why you chose um, this project also to tie up with Ansawan and just a bit of backstory about the song Big Facts as well? Yeah, um, I partnered with Savan because of Rishi Malhotra, the CEO. It, that's to, to be able to go to an office and you know see a bunch of brown faces working on a brown artist is beautiful. And that's really never happened in the, my side of town yeah. in America. And you know, I thought it was really important to, you know, if I'm going to have a song called Big Facts and I'm talking about immigrants, <laughs> to have a campaign with Immigrant, and, yeah. with immigrants who are working behind it, you know. And, you know, Rishi is just such a good guy. He really believes in me. And Savan believes in me. And I think Bira also supported the video. And yeah, I'm, well. I'm out here because of Bira. Bira. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, they uh, he... Uh, he was like, we want to do this, and I can't let you leave without you saying you're gonna do this with us. Like that's that's what Rishi was on, so and I was like, cool. Wh- uh, what was the idea behind the visuals as well? Because they're stunning, and they ca- I, I think the restaurant where you actually do that line with the chili shrimp paste uh, <laughs> is that a did, was that a set? Is that a real place? Like, no, it's it's, it's a real, real place. place. It's actually a very popular yeah. place in New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's owned by a Bengali guy. And uh, I mean, Solange had her Met Gala after party there. 
<laughs> you can only fit like 50 people in there. Yeah. Diddy shows up. It's like 50 people. Like Wait, so what, Solange's what? after party is at this like little <laughs> hole in the wall like restaurant. Uh, so who directed the video? And like uh, Jor- Jordan Riggs directed the video with me. Yeah. Uh, and Jordan is basically like one of my close friends. Uh, could you talk a bit about what you wanted to represent like with the shots? And yeah, yeah. Well? I mean, uh, a quick like a. A simple summary of that is I just wanted to show black and brown people <laughs> being fire, yeah. you know, like doing things that are regular things that people don't see as regular. Like we didn't go out our way yeah. to like be like, hey, look, everything's not a stereotype. Like we don't even like, I don't like going out my way to show you something's not a stereotype. I'm just going to be who I am. Like those are my friends. I didn't cast nobody. Yeah. Right, and we just chilled. I was like, "Yo, let's put a rickshaw in the middle of a parking lot, and then get a sports car to do donuts around it." And they're like, "Yeah, that's that's a good idea. That's kind of who you are." And so there's just a bunch of scenes that rep- that represent like the middle of like uh, the balance of who I am. The women in the garbs with the AK-47s is a metaphor for the women who protected me and taught me everything my entire life. It was just me and my father and four women. I think that, uh, that inspiration could also be taken from like, am I bad girls? And, uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And then, and uh, you know, like I, I, I was raised with women and so I wanted to show that in, in, in that sense and empower that and make, you know, just make a badass video with my friends and show like why it feels good to be, you know, yeah. who you are and what you do and just in, 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 in interesting ways to show it. So, so we'll play the single Big Facts, um, so it's released on Sawin and video supported by Bia. Um, I think then we'll come back for a final few questions about what your plans are and uh, that'll be it. Then we'll see you at the show tomorrow. Dope. I'm the one who put it on my back though. I'm the one who's showing off the ankles. Came up off a nada, so I'm thankful. You know I gotta get it to the bank. Close facts, bro. Facts, bro, these is all facts. Big twos, big checks, big racks, bro. Facts, bro, these is all facts. Who's this? Who's that? Shit whack, bro. Facts, bro, these is all facts. Men lie, women lie, stats don't. Facts, bro, really big facts. Yeah. Yeah, me feel good to be an immigrant When we order lunch, it's only chili shrimp Mixing up masala with the militant Shooters don't die, but the smile very innocent Who that is? Who that is? Big Baba Forest shit with the Timberlands No product with this shit Yeah, we with this shit Don't bother Get the bread with the dividends Inshallah My shorty wrist whipping in some bangles She in this bitch cutting up the mangoes Cuban links feeling like I'm Castro but only with the cash flow Facts, bro Facts, bro, these is all facts Big twos, big checks, big racks, bro Facts, bro, these is all facts Who's this? Who's that? Shit whack, bro Facts, bro, these is all facts Men lie, women lie, stats don't Facts, bro, really big facts Yeah, all of it, all of it It's pouring out, it's pouring in Give me mine, need the night I keep the truth, I burn the lies uh, You know Nikki bringing out the bounce One, two, three or four shots I can count yeah. Pretty woman standing on the couch Trying to get it, but the errors got me leaving unannounced I'll be big, I'll be big, you might never see it You play hard to get it, I'ma give it to you easy 
great man, she shot Moroccan mental leaks They think I'm a threat, but I'm an addict to the belief I need making more than I can count now Taking meetings with the fairy skin downtown The money got me coming out the house now Money got me coming out the house now Facts, bro Facts, bro, these is all facts Big twos, big checks, big racks, bro Facts, bro, these is all facts Who's this? Who's that? Shit whack, bro Facts, bro, these is all facts Men lie, women lie, stats don't Facts, bro, really big facts Yeah, I'm the one who put it on my back, though I'm the one who's showing off the ankles Came up off a nada, so I'm thankful You know I gotta get it to the bank Close facts, bro Facts, bro, these is all facts Big twos, big checks, big racks, bro Facts, bro, these is all facts Who's this? Who's that? Shit, so that was Big Facts, the real single by Ani Khan uh, Released on Savin and Support by Bira Um, so what are you working on right now? New music. Is there an EP or an album in the works? You don't know yet. I don't know. Probably. Like, definitely a project, but like, yeah. way too early to know what it's going to look like. If it's going to be an EP or an album. Or, I just know that I'm making new music again, and that's cool, because I don't make music often. So, so your process is a bit staggered. It's, yeah, it's, it's like when you get in the vibe as well. Yeah, it's just so, when I feel like it. I think even with the new stuff or the older one as well, how do you go around um, picking or uh, selecting topics that you want to write about and what's on your mind that you feel like you need to address um, these days? Yeah, I don't go about thinking about it. I just think at that time and I go oh well I guess this is what I'm talking about <laughs> you know like I'll just be there like I'm like one of those guys that like has to live <coughs> a little life and yeah. you know figure out like I was on the upper deck of the Emirates coming over here and I've never been on the ups yeah. never been upstairs so I wrote like four bars about being upstairs on the <laughs> on the Emirates because you know I'm like well, fuck I'm on the Emirates bro this shit is cool uh, uh, they gave you something which was on your Instagram as well which you just were flabbergasted by you were like what the fuck is this wait what you mean um, oh the yeah they gave, they gave me a fucking oh, goodie bag bro there's all this shit there <laughs> and they don't expect you to take it back I'm like, see, I'm not from no shit like this. So has your has your perspective about life changed that now you've been on the upper deck? Yo, I can't go ever. I can't go back. I can't go back. No, no more economy class. It can't, nothing. It can't, it can't happen. Uh, it's like, nah, it could definitely happen. Yeah. Bro. I just, I, you know, it, it was cool to experience that though. Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. So to answer your question, for me, it takes. I just have to live, and then as I live, I know when to make a song. It's not like a, oh, I got to finish 13 records in the next week or two, you know, or like, I mean, the next month, like, I don't know. I personally don't know how to work like that. And uh, I, I just try to give quality records. And uh, for me, that, that takes a bit longer for the process, for, for the higher quality. Also, so I think the final question before I probably play another track. Okay. If an Indian has to experience the true authentic New York experience. Okay and live up to the expectations of what South Asians live over there, like five places where they should go. Okay. Uh, I, all I can talk about is the New York experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you have to... So it depends on what type of person you are. One, you have to go eat at Mahmoud's, which is like, you know how New York City street food, like halal carts are like the thing? Yeah. So the best halal cart in the history of New York City 
is 34th and Steinway, Mahmoud's Corner. Uh, you, so you have to go there to eat. You have to go to Ferdos Hookah to go get yourself some hookah on Steinway to experience like, you know, what really Queens is like at least when it comes to, you know, hookah culture in Queens is huge and New York at large. Uh, for the dope parties that all the good DJs party and do on the scene, you go to Kinfolk because that's where we go. That's where you'll hear the best music from, you know, garage to Bhangra. You know, like they they do everything. Uh, and uh, what's the fourth thing? Those three are really like my life. Like yeah. I, I feel like those are the only three things I do in my life. Um, no. Um, and then... I guess what would be one commercial <clears throat> tourist attraction where everybody goes where it's so fucking underrated and useless? What would that be for you? Don't just like that's Oh, you got to do the Statue of Liberty. You have to do it? Yeah, man. Or is it overrated? No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's you have it's, to do it. It's it's that for a reason. Yeah. You know, like somebody gave us a gift. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was Paris gave us a gift. It's big as shit and it's fire cuz it represents all the immigrants that came in yeah. and it's a, it's an extremely beautiful sight to see if you're in front of it. And uh yeah, you got to do Statue of Liberty. That's a great you know, like cliché yeah. attraction and another great cliché attraction is uh the well wow, there's a lot. There's a lot of good clichés. A bad cliché attractions. A bad one? Yeah. Times Square. <laughs> okay. Trash. So you got you got a New York lowdown from Anik Khan over here. <laughs> yeah. Um I think that's pretty much it. Catch him tomorrow at Dhanmil Lakshmi compound where he's performing as part of the Bira Free Flow tour. Uh, he's yeah, gonna yeah. be in Bombay and Bangalore tomorrow yep. and day after. Uh and thank you so much for being here, man. Thanks for this. Thank you so much <laughs> for having <laughs> me. I'm holding on by thread. There's not much of a breeze today I keep tripping on the clouds Yeah And I'm not used to you if I fall down I can't feel the It's on you to keep believing Something needs to give right now Well this ain't working now All this back and forth Tug of war I don't like you anymore You see I wouldn't